Hello, everyone. Hopefully you're having and or had a wonderful day today. If you're new here, welcome. My name is Drew. What to do? It's nice to meet you. This is my podcast, Beyond the Garment with me, featuring me, hosting me today. This is a solo dolo episode where your boy is just going to talk straight from the dome. We don't know how that's going to go. It could go really well. It could be very fractured because of the state of mental strain that your boy is in. I, I'm just a little bit tired. That's very dramatic. Um, but regardless, it should be a fun episode. Um, I titled it Fashion's Hamster Wheel, which we'll get into in a bit. Um, if this is your second time listening, like second consecutive time listening, make sure to give us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple. I'm not sure if there are other places to give reviews, but if they exist, give a, give us a five-star there. I appreciate it dearly. Like I said, I've said this before, this podcast is done for the love of the game, for the love of wanting to try to connect with you guys more, let you guys know a bit more about my story, tell stories of other creators, whether they're in fashion or in art, um, and highlight them and, and, and just have great conversations and just bring great content to the world, right? Like with all the crazy content that there is out there my goal is to try to you know bring some some good some good stuff it, it can be debated whether or not it's good or bad but it doesn't matter <laughs> give us a five-star review that that was the point <laughs> so like i said today's episode is titled fashion's hamster wheel but i think it's kind of fun to do a little bit of catching up week after week um kind of give you guys my thoughts on the pod and just where things are at it in terms of my headspace and just all that kind of stuff um for this week, this will be the second to last episode of the season. Next week will be the last episode. And I think that ending um, the podcast f- for the summer is a good idea, right? I think for the summer, people are just going to be doing other things. I don't know if it's like podcast weather. It's more like go outside and, you know, I'm outside doing things. So that's kind of the way I view it for not only the listener, but for myself, um, just a couple of life update things that I thought I think would be curious. I don't know for you guys. I don't know. Um, your boy is down 20 pounds. I don't know if you guys knew this, but during the pandemic, I'd gained a, a good chunk of weight there. And I started noticing like pants and tops were fitting a bit tighter. Um, and that's a, that's a bad sign for someone who invests as much as I do into my clothing, um, and so I set out probably, like I said, eight months ago on a plan to cut back on the weight because for one, I'll feel better and for two, everything will fit better and I'll just have a more, it's, it's a good motivator. Like to fit into your clothes is a great motivator if you need to lose a couple pounds for the summer. And I've done that. I mean, it took me eight months. Like I said, I started eight or nine months. I started about last July ish after I was done traveling last year. This time last year, your boy was just all over the place. I was in Europe and I had gone to Montreal or I hadn't gone to Montreal yet, but I had just got back from Europe and I was doing a lot of eating and a lot of exploring and not a lot of time in the gym, which, you know, it happens, happens to the best of us, happens to the best of us. Um, but I'm proud to say that I'm down 20 pounds, which is about 11 kilograms. That's pretty cool. Um, it's not like a fashion related thing, but it has, you know, it ties in, right? Like the, 
the body that you walk around with is the body that you put into clothing and is the body you feel confident in or don't feel confident in. So it, it does play a role. And I know for a lot of people, like a lot of people don't really talk about like weight and body and things like that when it comes to fashion. But I think it's a pretty big aspect to clothing, right? Models are always skinny. And so like the way that the clothes fit on them is maybe different than the way that the clothes will fit on you. There's this kind of standard that's being upheld, uh, but it's not like talked about. It's kind of just like I said, it's a, it's a bit of a weird thing when it comes to personal style, your personal weight, your personal figure and the clothes that you wear. So it's like I said, it's been a journey for me. Like I, like I said, I lost the weight. I keep saying, like I said, and if I say that one more time, you have to cut this thing and start from the beginning. <laughs> we'll just cut it all off and start from the beginning. But um, yes, I lost the weight. I feel better. And we can move on from this subject matter. Some of you may know that I have a new and kind of profound love for Japanese denim. I went to New York, I did an entire series about shopping around for Japanese salvage denim and going to the different spots, whether it was Selfage, Blue and Green, 316, Naked and Famous. I even went to Nudie Jeans, which I didn't I didn't show on the uh, video series on TikTok or Instagram because they actually don't carry any salvage denim in store. Um, and did I go to a one other place? I can't remember. Oh well, um, but you guys know I'm doing. A, I'm 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 learning more about Japanese denim and Japanese selvage denim. And if you know anything about my channel, like for the course through the through the course of the years I've been making content, there's been a true progression in terms of my interest and my kind of taste level with fashion. I say I would I started with Dickies and Levi's, like simple workwear. Levi's to me were like the iconic of iconic jeans, whether it was the 501, then I started talking about the 505, then the 517, um, and all these different numbers correlate to different cuts for the jeans. The 501 is the iconic straight fit. The 505 is also essentially what a 501 is, but instead of a button fly, for the 505, you have a zipper fly, if that makes sense. 505 zipper fly 501 button fly and then the 517 is a boot cut variant also very kind of like westerny uh cut of jeans that's really awesome but you know there's nothing wrong with levi's i love levi's levi's does a fantastic job with their jeans they're obviously the jean company the the denim company that started you know, something that is what I would say is a cultural phenomenon for the current time period we lived in. Like imagine living in the 1700s, there were no jeans, right? There just wasn't. And if there was and my history is off, then I'm so sorry Like you can DM me, but I'm pretty sure there wasn't any jeans. I'm pretty sure denim is a relatively new fabric and a new invention. So it's so cool. Um, but the reason why Japanese denim is so popular now is because it's because of how Levi's has handled the manufacturing and the outsourcing and the uh, increased production of Levi's uh, in the current modern age that they've kind of allowed other countries, Japan and, and other companies to outpace them when it comes to quality denim, especially raw denim and at that, especially selvage denim. And so I've been just 
diving headfirst into that world. I picked up a ton of Japanese selfish denim, which for some denim heads might be sacrilegious because you can't wear and create the phase that you want with all the denim. But it's okay. I'll have some jeans that are darker, some jeans that are lighter. It's, it's all good, in my opinion, especially when it comes to just learning so I can be the best creator, storyteller, and teacher for the content, right? I picked up, I would say like of the pairs I picked up, I picked up four pairs. I picked up a samurai uh, jean, which has a really complicated name. I picked up sugarcane Okinawas, which are this like neppy kind of dark gray uh, selvage denim that's like, it's supposed to be a bit wider, but I find it to be, you know, it's not like ultra wide or anything like that. It's pretty straight fitting. And then we have the sugarcane Hawaii's, which is a bit of a different hue of blue and indigo that isn't as neppy. The fabric is a bit smoother. It's a bit more streamlined. And it also is a, like a, it's a very iconic kind of looking pair of jeans. And then I picked up Naked and Famous's Strong Guy Denim, which also has another color variation. Like none of these jeans have the same indigo dye or, or coloring that you would expect from jeans of this nature. I guess no two product is the same. So I, I guess you can expect them to be different. And with Naked and Famous, the Strong Guy Denim, those are just another really cool pair. I would say my favorite, um, my favorite are the sugarcane Okinawas as they have a snakeskin patch on the back pocket. That's really cool. I like the neppiness of the fabric. Basically, these little like beads of cotton are coming up through the bottom of the fabric. And it kind of exists as this dark denim, like a black pair of jeans, which I didn't really set out to buy. Like I don't necessarily love black jeans. I prefer things that are a little bit lighter, not like super light, but just not black, I guess for denim, but these are more like gray blackish and I love them. And they're my favorites. They're my favorites of the ones I've picked up. The most worn of the ones I've picked up are the samurai. Uh, the reason why they're the most worn is because I sent all of the other pairs to the tailor and got some adjustments made. And if you want to see those adjustments, I actually made an entire video about that the other day. Yesterday, it came out for at the time of the recording and publishing of this episode. It's called Exploring Denver's Fashion Scene. I highly recommend you give that one a look because it's like, you know, it's a vlog. I'm entering into a little bit of my vlogging era. It's, it's, but it still has the education, still has the showcasing, still has the Drew Joyner vibes to it. Um, and I, I show how I got these pants tailored, which is cool. But yeah, I've been loving all of the denim that I've acquired. And for the podcast only, I'll give you guys a little bit of a sneak preview. I have one additional pair that just came in by Soso Brothers, and it is a entirely 100% custom pair of Japanese selvage denim. I can't remember the name of the fabric. I had them customized back in February, and we're in late April, and they just got here, so I have to kind of jog my memory, and I wasn't planning on talking about them during the episode. I just started talking about them, but um, the cool details about this custom denim is that the stitching, I made it blue and yellow, which I'll show you guys in a video very soon. I'm kind of, I'm calling them like my lightning denim because of the like blue and yellowness and it's just different. Like it, I've never seen a pair of jeans like this. And so like the fact that I made them myself is really awesome. I measured them based off of the Yoji Yamamoto. So they're definitely a wide fitting pair of jeans. Um, I think so so brothers recommended that you recommends that you go two sizes up so i went two sizes up and they're just massive so i'm gonna have to go to the tailor again um, to get the waist right and just to 
bring the hem in and, and just make it fit my body. Cause right now it fits a man that's about six foot nine, not six foot three, which is hilarious. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about those. I'm excited about those for sure. The, the, uh, it's cool being able to customize your own jeans and it's hard to just talk about it without showing you guys, but hopefully you guys can tell I'm pretty excited. All right. That's a lot of catching up. We just did. I just went off on a tangent a little bit, but I think another big moment for me recently that happened this week, and I, I want to talk about this. I have to be relatively careful um, just because obviously, you know, it, it's, it's talking. Well, let me explain. Um, I, had probably one of the biggest moments of my career this week as a content creator, as a YouTuber, as a TikToker, as whatever you want to call me. I I call myself a video creator because I just make videos all the freaking time. One of the biggest moments of my life as a video creator was getting the opportunity to work with Google. I got to work with freaking Google and it was a insanely awesome opportunity. And I know some people maybe are turned off by the fact that, you know, the video I created with Google was a sponsored video kind of thing. But you guys have to understand, like, when I started making videos uh, two and a half years ago, like, you would have never have imagined the kid who pulled out this camera that he just bought for $600 and started making videos um, about shoes that he cared about would ever have the opportunity to work with Google. And I, I just got done with that experience and it was amazing. And I want to thank everyone who, who left a comment and said how cool it was, or they're proud of me. Like you guys have no idea how much it means to me to hear those messages from you. And even the people who were a bit turned off by it, like it's, it's good to know that you care about my content so much that, you know, you want the best for it all the time. And, and sometimes you see sponsored videos as not the best, but you know, it is what it is. And I, I just, I feel so much appreciation for all the work I've put in, all the people who've supported me on this journey. And in return, hopefully I'm helping you guys with your, your lives as well, whether it be just being a positive outlet, improving your style here or there, or, telling the story of your brand or business here on the podcast or in, or in another way. There's so many friends and uh, just colleagues and mentors that I've met along the way. And for only being two and a half years in, I, I can't wait for the next two and a half, five, 10 years, 50 years, 70 years of my life. And uh, we'll see what happens from there. All right, let's get into the main course of the episode fashion's hamster wheel i have some notes here that i wrote out but essentially fashion's hamster wheel has to do with this idea of you know sometimes the cycle of fashion can get a bit tiring i don't know if that's just me i know it's not just me like there will be moments where you know you you care more about fashion than others and there's always something new coming out and as a result like are you always supposed to be impressed by what's new? Is it always getting better? Or can we have a moment to appreciate what's come out for longer than six months or five months or a week? It just feels like the hamster wheel of fashion is like, it's always churning out new stuff, new collaborations, new products. It's always just more and more and more. And for whatever reason today, like I just feel a bit meh, bleh about uh, fashion's hamster wheel. Like when I go on social media and I see, okay, Jown's got a new collab with Levi's and, um, I see X, Y, and Z 
sneaker release, products coming out, new, new, new. Sometimes I'm like, man, it's 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 great that like, you know, I can make a career. I'm in the career of fashion, but also sometimes it's like, dang, the the consumerism is just unbelievable. It's just always product. And I don't know, you guys are probably listening like, yo, Drew, like you are not the person to be talking about this. Your pickup videos, they are a lot. And, you know, I, I get that, honestly. I, I totally get you. I have the but I, I do have the self-awareness to say it is a lot. Like, man, like there's just so much clothes out there, so much product. And um sustainability is like how like can we even talk about sustainability anymore? Like it's just it seems like it's a very far gone conclusion. Even with efforts to you know make things greener and whether you consider that to be greenwashing or not like there's just a lot there's a lot of product in fashion and sometimes I myself feel probably a lot like you guys that it's just a lot and you know I don't want to discourage any creatives either like obviously the the strength to create is not easy and like the push to create is not easy so if you have conviction to create something that the you think the world needs created I I believe in that wholeheartedly um and just know that sometimes people will feel the way I feel right now even though you know fashion is my career like it's not necessarily always about the product but the individual and where they are at with their journey within fashion at, at times so that's kind of my little rant about fashion's hamster wheel uh I, I guess like i wanted to also include some brands that i'm impressed with it's kind of a weird duality i was playing around with what i would actually title this podcast at first i was like I'll title it uh, current brands that I'm impressed with so far in 2023 or brands that I'm impressed with so far in 2023. Then I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm about to tell you all the brands that I'm impressed with, but y'all know the brands I'm impressed with. It's the same brands I've been impressed with for the last eight months. For the last 12 months, I've been impressed with these same brands. Um, and, but you know, it's regardless, I think people are, they're always hungry for opinions and things like that. So I want to give you guys what I'm impressed with. Uh, I think Samuel Zelig, I had the founders on the podcast earlier this year, and I was trying to remember their names the other day, and I could not remember their names, and I still can't right now. I'm kind of outing myself, um, but the founders of Samuel Zelig, uh, they were on the pod. You can find the episode if you haven't listened yet, but what they've done and like actually getting product in hand and after talking with them and just like seeing the quality of work that they've created, I really enjoy Samuel Zelig. And uh, they're kind of a sleeper brand for me right now. They have like around under 15K on Instagram. Um, but the products that come out with are nice. The Sycamore Cycling Tee, the chain stitching, the like little like pop arty, but like arts and craft feel. I picked up the quarter zip that they just came out with. That is so soft. Like that is such a beautiful and soft item of clothing. Uh, the way it's made is really well done. All like either like homage to Jap Japanese fabrics and different things like that. So I'm, I'm really impressed by them. Samuel Zelig, if you... If you have the uh, pocketbooks, I would give them a look. Next, I have to give a lot of kudos and credence to the, the, the homie, the main man, the Al Capone. I, I don't know what I'm saying, guys. I have to give a lot of credit to Collegium and what Nick Sissombath is doing because I think he just showed this like yellow, um, I think they're court, pillar court lows or I, I'm, I'm, I'm botching the name, but he came out with these new shoes that they just look fantastic. And, 
you know, for Collegium to be doing what it's been doing for the time it's been doing it, I'm just thoroughly impressed. I've always enjoyed their products. And I don't know, Nick and his team, they've always done a great job. They're community first. It's just another brand I'm impressed with right now. Like just a model of consistency, a model of growth and a model of, of just being hungry. I can't not mention brands that I'm impressed with and not mention Story MFG. I think with Story MFG, I'm more impressed with the products I own. What they've come out with for the spring, uh, it doesn't feel like they're taking any like major steps. They're kind of it's a it's a gradual continuation of what they brought out the last couple of seasons, which is cool. Like Story MFG, when I talk about sustainable fashion, they they do it best and and they they kind of put that in their corner while making really awesome clothes as well. So there's them, um, and then Somar is another one. They just came out with their first variation of their boots. I had Owen Hyatt last week on the pod, and he was talking about that. So Somar, I got to give him credit. And there's there's plenty others that I'm also impressed with, but those are the ones that are like top of mind right now. Now, when it comes to like footwear, uh, I still consider myself to be a pretty footwear heavy focused person. But what's interesting is that I've shifted away from wearing New Balance as much. In fact, I mean, it's kind of true and kind of not true. Every day when I work out, I wear the 990 V4s, which like are my gray 990 V4s. I've had them for the last three years since 2019, four years since 2019 have been wearing them weekly. Um, but I've shifted to the Onitsuka Tiger Mexico 66s a lot. And I just, I just love the Mexico 66s. Uh, hopefully I can get a couple more pairs in. I think me shifting away from, you know, as many New Balance silhouettes, it just shows that, you know, interest taste they ebb and flow over time and um honestly i still love new balance i just haven't been wearing it as much as like the some of the other things like boots and loafers and other things like that loafers i've been wearing a lot of loafers in fact discovering loafers as a viable option of footwear is awesome for me because i feel like i just want to wear loafers all the time and what i actually do wear all the time and what i'm wearing right now if you don't know like I mean, I say these things often. So like, if you don't know, like, um, the people who do know are probably like Drew is a a broken record at this point, but I'm wearing Birkenstock Boston's and I wear these every day around the crib. So yeah, that's, that's this week's episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. I don't really have much more for you. Uh, talked, Oh, there's got a text message talked for about 20, 23, 24 minutes. I think that's a good place to cut it off. Uh, Hopefully you guys enjoy the rest of your day. We'll see you next week for the finale. I have no idea what that's going to be about. But if you've been rocking with me, I know you're going to continue rocking with me. And hopefully you got some value out of this episode. I'll see you guys next week. Peace.